Hello, this is Terry. Terry, it's Joey Jungola. What's up, Joey? How are you doing, my friend? Good. How are you doing, sir? Thank you for taking the time. Really, really mean that. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jungola. Let's get into it. I've got about uh, probably about five or six that fit into that mold, maybe eight, you know, uh, and I need about 500 of them <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe three or 400, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, Terry, and I have to ask, is your dream niche loving you back? That was Terry Greer over at Strive Insurance in gorgeous Austin, Texas, and Terry was talking about he has eight six or eight companies right now, tech companies that that's kind of his people. As I think if you remember on um, one of his previous episodes, I think something about the perfect client preventing you from some, I don't know, perfection, preventing you from finding the perfect client, something like that. Uh, talking about Terry talked about, you know, he really likes tech companies. They're his people. And he thinks that, you know, he understands them and he wants to, to be their guy. And he says that he's got six or eight right now, but he probably needs 500. And this is an interesting question. And we've done a show about this before. It goes way back. I honestly can't remember the episode or the number. But <clears throat> the idea is, uh, again, working the numbers backwards. And, and yeah, it's good to want to want a niche. And it's good to have a very specific niche. But you also want to work the numbers back to make sure that even if you are successful in your niche that it's gonna love you back and it's gonna put food on the table because if it doesn't, then it's gonna be a pretty one-sided abusive relationship that you're ultimately going to be calling somebody about and reporting that abuse because it's not going to be fun because you're going to be banging your head against the wall and you're gonna be feeling like you're just making sale after sale after sale and you're not seeing any change in the bottom line. And that's because you gotta know the numbers going in. That's the most important thing. And even if, this is the crazy thing, even if you captured 100% of the market in your town for that niche, would you be successful? Uh, probably not in Austin, but I also am in Texas where I, if I, my thought was if I got bigger, that I could branch out into do other cities, uh, which I know may or may not be easy. Real quick, Terry, is there anything stopping you right now from doing other cities? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So then we might want to rethink that if I get bigger, I might want to branch out. I mean, getting bigger, if nothing's stopping you right now, the size that you are now currently is not holding you back from going outside of Austin. Now, Austin is a really cool and awesome city, at least so I hear I've never been, but it's a place that I'd really like to go. Uh, maybe Terry's got a couch for me if I swing through. Uh, but there's nothing stopping Terry from going into other cities. He said, you know, again, he, he had mentioned to me in the conversation that he's got clients in San Antonio and other Texas places that I don't know. I know San Antonio. I remember that one. And if there's nothing holding you back from doing that now, then, then, you know, maybe you should be doing that already because 
what we've already figured out is, is that Terry's focused on Austin and he needs 500 clients. I mean, that, that's a bit of an exaggeration. We're going to actually break this down here because this is so important. I don't want to mess this up, right? I don't want you to mess this up. If, if you know, there's not 500 of those tech companies in Austin, which I'm pretty sure there's not. Uh, maybe there's 50 of them. That's, you know, that's being generous, maybe 75. But again, even if Terry had 100% of the market, he captured 100% of that market, I mean, he's probably not going to be making the money that he wants to be making, uh, especially considering the amount of time that it's going to probably take him to capture that market. That's the kind of question you need to know because the, the, the first question you have to ask yourself is, is how much premium? What, what's the premium on that dream niche of yours? Uh, three to, three to 5,000. So pretty small. I guess overall. I mean, you thought Terry was exaggerating at 500, but actually it's more of a realistic number than you think at three to 5,000. Now what's the commission on the, on that again, Terry? Is is it 15%? 15. All right. So 15% on three to $5,000 worth of premium. Let's just, let's just do some math here. Um, if we were going to just say between 3000 and 5,000, and if we just wanted to say 4,000 to split the difference, 15% of 4,000 is $600. Okay. Now that's not Terry's cut. That's the full on just commission 15%. Terry, what is, what is your split in all this? I'm a 60-40 split, so I get I get 60% on new and renewal of that. All right, now we're getting somewhere. We need 60% of that 600, which is $360 per case. Now, I don't know the time that Terry takes to write these things. Again, the le- you know, the less amount of time he can do it in, the the better profit margin he's going to have. But again, let's talk about let's go all the way back to Will your dream niche love you back, right? So what does Terry need to do to make this niche love him back? So at $360 per client, again, if we're to say that there's a hundred of these people in Austin, which there probably isn't, and let's say Terry gets half of the market at 50. So 360 times 50, that's $18,000 a year for his dream niche in tech companies. Now we're gonna have to stay tuned because this is gonna go into a, a, a second part that is gonna be very important, um, really diving into the importance of, of running these numbers and, and it really is gonna kind of jump into it. But as you can see, if he gets 50 companies in Austin, that's $18,000. Now I can't imagine that that's a, a decent enough, that's not what Terry wants, right? Because I can tell you that Terry's looking for more. He's hungry, right? He wants more than that. Obviously, most of us do. But I mean, he's thinking even bigger than big, right? And so this goes back to what's stopping Terry from going to other cities. He has to go into other cities if he wants to make this a reality. And again, now, since I've talked to Terry, he's kind of told me that he's he's moved maybe on this a little bit. I don't know where it's at. I don't know what the updated version of this is like, but you would be surprised at the number of times I have this conversation with agents because they have this idea in their head of if I could just do these people, I'd be all right. And with small commercial like that, 
these people are going to make you hungry. Uh, and not the good kind of hungry, the bad kind of hungry, like it's ramen noodles and spam kind of hungry. And if you don't take the time to stop and, and figure out and just really, I mean, look, this took five seconds, but well, we're at eight minutes in the podcast. I'm actually running out of stuff to say. That's how fast it is to do this, right? This is a very quick and easy exercise that will save you countless hours, days, weeks, months, possibly years of your agency life to focusing on something that is going to be a lot more profitable for you because let's let's continue to go further down the rabbit hole at $360 and let's say we get a little closer to Terry's number of 250 that's $90,000 that's a lot of money but 250 tech companies I don't know. I don't know what it what it would take to get to that volume. I don't do commercial like that. I don't know uh, how realistic it is to maintain that size book because ninety thousand dollars might seem like a pretty good chunk of change to most of us, but two hundred and fifty companies is a lot. I mean, that's a lot of relationships. That's a lot of of. Uh, of, uh, I don't, I don't know what, that's a lot of a lot. That's a lot of everything to get, I think, 250 clients, the old fashioned way in a, in a commercial setting. Um, maybe I'm underestimating you. If you have 250 commercial clients, let me know. I want to talk to you. Tell me how you did it. And we'll say that, Hey, Terry and me have a lot to learn from you. Uh, Joey at growprogram.com, by the way, if you do want to actually tell me if you have 250 of the same type of client, the same industry, like whether it's restaurants, uh, again, Terry's looked at looking at tech companies. But the thing is here, and this is where we're going to drift off into part two. And what I want you to start thinking about now that your niche bubble has been bursted possibly, or maybe it's been expanded, right? Because not these numbers, these are not set in stone. It doesn't have to be three to 5,000. It doesn't have to be tech companies. It doesn't have to be any of this. It doesn't have to be Austin. You can make this niche as lovable as you'd like. And I would advise that you do that, right? You're going to probably want it that just makes sense that you think of these different components, right? It's the formula, right? It's none of this is, is etched in stone. It's, you know, what's the, what's the premium? What's the commission? What's the size of the market? These are the questions that you have to ask yourself. And then, uh, you know, so, all right, is premium negotiable? If there's bigger premium out there, great, good. There usually is, right? If you're, if you're looking at it, there's usually more premium. So you're going to want to focus on the premium. And the premium is going to tell you also, too, some very specific things about this. And this is, again, where we're going to go right into head first. I didn't want to cram it into one. I want this to breathe. I want you to really focus on just running the numbers first. I don't want anything else to cloud your judgment in this because we're going to talk about the rest of this in a second. But the premium is usually adjustable, right? So don't get too hung up on that. But answer that question first, right? Do the math on whatever niche you're thinking about. Then uh, what was the next one? Oh, commission. Commission's usually pretty standard at 15%. I haven't really run across an age that said they're getting much more than that. But if you are, hey, that's going to help too. If the commission's higher, all the better. If it's lower, even worse. But again, pretty standard 15% commission is going to be the commission. Not a lot you can do about that. Then the market size, again, another big thing to ask yourself because if Terry wants to do tech companies in Austin, there's probably not enough of them. 
He's got to go to other cities. He has to go to the entire state of Texas. He is the tech company guy in Texas. He might even need a couple more states, but that doesn't mean he's crazy, right? That doesn't mean you can't expand your thinking, your thought process to have that ambition, right? That's not, now the other states are a little bit more challenging. If he's looking at tech companies, then he might want to do Texas. He might want to do California and he might want to do Washington. A lot of companies in that capacity. I know there's a lot of video game companies up in Seattle, Washington, but again, a lot, I don't know. Is it 10? Is it 20? Uh, Obviously there's a ton of tech companies in California. So, I mean, maybe with the three States, he can really focus in on finding the clients that he needs to. And then are you set up to handle the clients that you need to get? Or again, you know, if you have to zoom out your market, if you have to expand your market, are you capable of selling that type of business across those distances? Is there anything stopping you? Do you actually have to go to any of these places? Just a bunch of questions that you're going to want to ask yourself. Now, if Terry doesn't have to, then great. He can sell Seattle, Washington all day long. He can sell California all day long from the comfort of his beautiful Austin city. And these are the things that you're going to want to think about. These are the things that you're going to want to consider and massage and adjust your niche before you get too serious with it, because there's nothing worse than a broken heart from a niche that you truly and deeply love. So it's uh, springtime, the weather's getting nice, and uh, you know, taking the kids out and, and, uh, and uh, on the playgrounds and things like that. And I don't, have you ever noticed this? I mean, are, do people want to harm your children? I mean, these playgrounds, I mean, is it just like, hey, let's see if they make it? Is, it, is this like a kind of a thinning of the herd thing? I mean, because it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. I don't know, I mean, if there's supposed to be age limits posted. I mean, obviously, I watch my child, children, but, uh, I mean, anybody else have that problem? Because I'm like, this is, this is absurd. Like, if I wasn't, and most people don't, right? So I'm sitting here freaking out about the lives of kids I don't even know and mostly care or don't care about. I'm thinking, man, do we really need to make play experience that they're having at three years old that exhilarating i don't i'm just i'm just curious i don't i mean if you just google do me a favor if you really want to be freaked out google like playground equipment from like 1920 or like early 1900s or something like that it's insane i don't know how like there wasn't like I, i can't even imagine like that those existed like somebody thought that was a good idea i mean i know like we evolved but wow just just look at it it's nuts it's insane but speaking of not dying, uh, focusing on, you know, again, a niche not breaking your heart, Grow Lab 2017 is definitely the place to be if you want to make sure that that's going to happen and make sure that you're set up to deliver the experience for that niche and doing it. And again, asking yourself all these questions and talking to people who have niches that are successful and, and are doing the things that are necessary. October 24th, 25th, Charlotte, North Carolina is where we are all going to be doing that. Again, only 100 agents are going to be allowed to come. Registration is going to open here very shortly in May the 10th. That will be the first time that you can purchase your seat or seats if you want to bring people with you. Uh, GrowLabs2017.com, I believe, is where that is going to be able to happen. I just want to let you know, other questions, Joey at GrowProgram.com. If you want to let me know if you're coming, that'd be great. Otherwise, um, any other questions, that'd be fine too. I'm I'm open for those, joeygrowprogram.com. But look forward to hopefully seeing you at Grow Labs in October.